Did you guys remember where we left off? We were fighting some zombies, uh, clearing out one of the houses, mm-hmm. and uh, that that is exactly where my notes end. So I, f- I feel like we finished that fight, but I think we just sort of ended right there. Were, were you sick or something? And you just were like, all right, that's it. I'm leaving. Yes. Yeah, fuck you guys. Basically. Last session, you guys helped uh, Irina and Ismark bury their father uh, by also ridding the church of a vampire that had been trapped underneath the undercroft, Doru. Uh, Arnaldo cut him up and burned him. Yep. And you guys okay. threw some coins at some ravens, but decided that basically by the time all that was done, you didn't want a chance getting, uh, kind of basically being on the road at night. And so said to Ismark, Hey, what else is there to do around here? And he was like, you, you basically convinced him to try to clean up the town, went into a house, Bought some zombies, so we actually start. Uh, let me get some music going. We start uh, today's session uh, with a, a good old-fashioned cutscene of you guys all just going house to house, like knocking doors down, hacking up zombies. Um, everybody, roll an attack roll. Is it is it an attack roll with anything or just a d20? So whatever your greatsword whatever you do when you do your greatsword, I'm just using this attack roll for how well you do in the fight scene montage. 24. Okay. 19. I rolled like shit. 12. Okay. Could be worse. And uh, Ismar and Irina. Okay, okay. They, uh, they're holding their own. So, okay, yeah. So throughout this montage, uh, you're finding other houses that have a few zombies in them. You're hacking them up. Wash is just killing it left and right. Um, Ismark and Irina are actually keeping up, you know, regularly see a zombie chasing Willie on full run, who's just like uh, running from the zombies more than he is running towards them. You go into another house, there are these vicious like packs of rats, big rats, not like rodents of unusual size but just nasty rats that uh, have taken over clear out a few houses of rats you go into a house that you think might have uh, zombies and it turns out it's just normal villagers hiding in there and the old lady you know has a a, um, pan she chases you out of the house uh, throwing a pan at you but yeah you guys spend the rest of the afternoon what's that as as the old lady's chasing us i say is gertruda here she says, Gertrude of this! And chucks the pan at you. But, uh, yeah, by, by what would be, you imagine, just from the, the different texture of the clouds, by what would be sunset, you can actually see the sun. Um, you guys are pretty worn out, pretty worn down. You've taken uh, a few rests here and there. Um, you're not, like, low on health, but you are... Um, depleted and heading back, I'm assuming, to the to Burgomaster Mansion. And anything while we do that, anything you guys are particularly trying to do while you're in your montage? 
Um, do do I know how many things I killed while montaging? Uh, let's see. You want, you want to know precise? I don't have precise numbers. How many but, letters? Um, how many letters does montage share with monster? Sounds like a math problem. Uh, you killed. You guys fought. I gotta find my guy. Um. So okay, here's here's a question for you. Irina is intentionally, like I think she expressed this last time, that she wants. She's like obviously asking for help like in between houses she's like did you see what i did with my sword is that am i am i holding up too high do i need to bring the point in lower like who's who's helping her with that ned had taken a a viking tour so i was gonna say ned is actually distracted by her the whole time and he's okay she's trying to coach him and coach her and Trying to, you know, be a uh, better word, flirty with her. So, intentionally um, trying to disrupt Ned. Okay. Um, roll a persuasion check, Ned. Twenty-one. Yeah, she seems to be taking to you, um, and really appreciates the the help. Um, and she she's more focused on like becoming not becoming a warrior, but just she she doesn't. You get the sense as you guys are doing this that she hasn't spent a lot of time with outsiders, and she's soaking up the the outside knowledge you have of the broader world. Not about like political or um you know romantic or those kinds of things but like this this practical knowledge you have of like the watching the way you're going in the house and wash even though it's ned who's kind of bring, giving you more of the tips like you see her kind of copying these moves that you're just you're doing um arnaldo you know you're fighting more physically and she's just kind of keep an eye on that but you guys are able to fight um you would count maybe like more than 12 to 16 more zombies um you get a good sense of how these zombies fight they're they're pretty beaten up but if you i i don't know how much this actually happened last session but if you cut off a body part uh and like their arm as their arm falls like the arm keeps coming at you and you have to really hack them up and destroy them before uh, that arm stops. Like even if you cut off its head, the head will try to bite you if it's within reach. The 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 body will still be swinging at you until you just kind of pulverize it. So you guys work as a team. You're able to kind of get good at knocking these things out. And there's not enough of them at once to really overwhelm you. You get the sense that if there were a lot of them at once, uh, it would be a pain. But in a house, they're not too bad. All right, so you guys head back to the house. I think, right? It's starting to be evening. 
and uh Irina she's pretty happy with it is Mark seems a little pensive even though he held his own he wasn't as interested and uh Irina says uh I will prepare and I would like us to leave first thing in the morning if we can and Ismark says, sister, I will, I will make us all some food, if that is okay. Can I have someone help me in the kitchen, though? I can help in the kitchen. We, we do not have many servants these days. Uh, no servants left, actually. So I would appreciate the help, Willie. What, yeah, I'll be there. What happened to the servants? We just spent all day. Uh, oh. <laughs> well... Our last servant, my father, sent off to the gate uh, a 10 day ago with a note to leave on the gates, and he never came back. I do not know if he even made it there. You didn't happen to see a letter on the outside of the gates when you came, did you? I don't recall. Do we? I don't, I don't think we looked. I don't think we did. We didn't look for the gate, yeah. Uh, Wash and Arnaldo roll a history check. Thirteen. Eighteen. Yeah, as you're saying that, Arnaldo, you say, did, we didn't see any letter on the gates, but didn't we find a letter on a dead guy or something? Coming into the into the road, remember the guy that Willie oh, grabbed his sword off of? Yeah. Didn't he have a, a letter on him? He did. Dude, does anyone did anyone write down what that letter said? I might have, but I think we didn't. Uh, the letter was picked up, but not opened. I so believe Wash is open that letter. Wearing the hat from that corpse what's that we we put a hat on arnaldo that we took from one of the corpses and he's still wearing it oh that's right that was the session where you were having a baby or something and you you fought the wolves oh yeah i've been wearing a hat this whole time i don't don't remember that part Yeah, I've been been wearing a dead guy hat this whole time. No, no, no. So that was there was a skeletal horse that ran past you and then ran back, and that was an executioner's hood. Yeah, that has the like little eye holes. But I think Uh Wash just put that in his in his bag as well. You said some skeletal whores ran past us. (laughs) A skeletal horse. A horse, like a pony. Okay. Um. Yeah. Are they going back to the kitchen now? Yeah. Uh, Willie and... uh, So, Irina went upstairs. Um, Willie and Ismark went back into the kitchen. And I think you you three are just kind of sitting in the front parlor there. Um, While it's us, I look to to Arnaldo and Wash. We may be staying here tonight, but I don't think that we're safe here tonight. I think that we need to, the three of us need to handle 
a constant watch on this house. Um, it seems that this vampire has come a few times already and will, may come again. And I, I don't think we're safe here, so we need to be vigilant. I concur. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I'll keep watch. <laughs> I can't tell if that's Wash laughing in character or Ben. Oh, it's Wash. You like that. I'll, I'll switch off with you halfway through the night so we can both get some rest. Okay, I'll keep watch. My monk I'm in the kitchen, so... Yeah, they, they used to make me stand on the mountaintops and look out for griffins and shit all the time as a monk, so it's fine. Never did see a griffin. Willie, uh, Ismark's back in the kitchen and gives you a bunch of potatoes to peel, which you're totally used to. You're, you're, you're down with that. And as you're, you're peeling, he's kind of... Um, Seems a little distracted. Uh, he's, he has some kind of like hock of mutton that he's working on and, and uh, putting in a pot, uh, chopping it up, putting it in a pot. And he says, thank you for your help today. Uh, I, it's been a long time since this village has improved at all. I think my father would, be, would have been proud, even though at the end he was, seemed helpless. Yeah, yeah, brother, I'm always hoping to lend a hand, man. Thank you for, for welcoming us into your home. Honestly, I don't feel like I have much of a choice. Twice now, the devil has visited us. And there's been nothing more horrible than seeing him charm my sister and convince her to let him in. Both times he went upstairs with her and I was unable to do anything. She remembers nothing of this. She, she the day later wakes up uh, like from a stupor and, and doesn't recall, but I recall. And there's nothing more horrible than being held helpless to do anything against it not knowing what he's doing to her or what he will do to her and i'm horrified she will come back and i know it is a great risk for me to send her with you but i fear to stay here would be certain death or worse for her like why do you even let this guy into your house man i did not let him in you don't understand his powers he can take over your mind and convince you to do things. That ain't right, man. He is a vampire. And if he fails that, he cannot enter a, a, a home. If he, if he is not invited in, his powers, for whatever reason, as an undead, he cannot come in. But twice now, he has been able to convince her with whatever power he has to let him in it's horrible. I mean, it's terrible. It's like the Bill Cosby of vampires. 
Have you have you thought about writing him a strongly worded letter? A, a letter? What do you mean? I mean, like, here, do you have some paper and a pen around here? This this monster. Who knows what then he will do to toy with us? We are his people, and yet he does not want to destroy us. For then, who would he rule? But. Mm. He does not enjoy our pleasure. Right. No, I got you. I got you, man. He is one bad dude. All right. Well, gonna have to go have a talk with him. He kind of looks at you, not quite sure what to make of you. If uh, if Irina gets safe, I will try to kill him, but I do not want to jeopardize her safety. I mean. Be careful of that road, man. Like I trust me, I know there ain't no fun in killing folks. I would not do this for fun. The chance that I would succeed is almost none. But I would rather die to live in this place much longer, I think. My own my greatest yeah, fear yeah. now is that if I went and did this, I would come back like Doru. It would be worse right, than that. That, uh, that guy we saw up at the church, man, like he was really cracked out on something, man. He, he seems to get lost in thought and is like really mashing this button. Um, I'm going to dismiss myself from the other, other two guys and I'm going to walk upstairs trying to find her room okay are you going quietly or just just walking up walking around uh not stealthily or anything i'm not i'm not trying to be i'm trying to be not loud but not stealthy that makes sense like i'm not trying to sneak up on her but i'm not trying to like draw everyone's attention to me sneak like escaping upstairs I don't know what that means. Okay. Um, yeah, you go upstairs. It's uh, like I said, like I said before, um, it's a rather richly decorated house, but also super old. So super creaky as you walk up the stairs. Um, not like left abandoned and dusty, but all of the like the the runners going up the wooden stairs are very faded and old carpet. Um, the the lamps that are uh, on the side of the stairs. Not many of them are lit. It, it's rather dark house. You get upstairs and there's a, a dark hallway with several doors, um, you know, going off both the left and the right. And as you walk down, most of them are shut, but there are a few that are open down towards the end. Um, I'm gonna go down to the open doors and see if she's in there. You you pass a room that just based on the decoration looks like a woman's bedroom, and uh, it's empty at least uh, from what you can see, without you know actually going in. Okay. Uh... But then uh, roll a perception check. Oh, that is. 
is not good. It's seven. Okay. Good, good to know. <laughs> I perceive nothing. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Um, I'll just kind of quietly whisper her name, which is Avantika, right? Irina, is she a pirate captain? Ivantica? <laughs> Where is that name from? Is that from the, the pirate captain? Is that from Critical Role? From cr yes. Critical Role. That's so. I've been listening to that too much lately. I'm sorry. That's. But also, I feel like we, <laughs> you should have to say that at the door. Whisper the wrong name. Ivantica. <laughs> Ivantica. Um, you hear from you hear a voice from down another doorway at the end of the hall, the the last door okay. at the end. Um, and uh, do you do you go down to that door and and poke your head in? Yeah. So um, she didn't hear you, but you see, Arena. This is a bigger room, uh, a little bigger, fancier poster bed, a four post bed, but. Uh, in one side of the room, there is uh, a little desk set up with lots of candles on it. And you see these religious symbols that have this sun on it. And she's kneeling before it and um, is, uh, seems to be very focused in prayer. Do I recognize this? I recognize this is the same one from the temple, right, Ilmater? Uh, I think you're downstairs with Wash. Oh, that's right. Sorry. But Ned, yes, you do. I mean, you've seen they have one of these symbols in almost every room in the house on the first floor. Um, that you know, it was it was plastered in multiple places in the church. It's the same. They've mentioned it as the Morning Lord. Um, I'm going to not like I'm not going to stand. I'm just going to kind of like quietly walk behind her and kind of like sit. Crisscross on the floor, waiting for her to be done. Like trying to be respectful, but also like not hiding my presence. Wash is going not... to elbow Arnaldo and and say, "Check this out." And I'm going to take out my sending stone, the other one of which is in on Ned's person, and I'm going to say, "Ned, when you're done wooing the sister." Come back down here. We have something to talk about for tomorrow. So ascending stone, does that give a verbal, uh, uh, like an audible voice? I would assume so. A nice booming voice coming out of the pack is what I would do. So she did not see you. Um, it's a sending spell. I think they hear it in their voice or in their head. Yeah, it's in, it's, it, uh, Ned definitely hears it, but it's in her mind. But I, I wonder how that works. I probably would have stored it, stored it in my bag of holding, which is like another, it's like a pocket dimension. So I would don't even know how that would work, but anyways, so yeah, I, I, 
you know, like I said, trying to be respectful and not like interrupt her prayer. Just gonna be present in the room with her. So it's not till you're like right behind her. She was pretty focused and didn't didn't hear you coming down the hall or even open the door. But as soon as you're right behind her, she does kind of give a, a startled jump. And uh, um, when I said the word jump like that, my dog just jumped up like, what in the world? But uh, she does a startled jump and it almost like reaches for a weapon, but there's there's nothing near her. And then she sees it's you and is kind of tense for a moment. Not sure what to make of it. She wasn't expecting you. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. I, uh, I just wanted a moment to talk, but. I didn't want to interrupt. So if you want to continue your prayer, um, I can wait in the hallway outside of the door if you want, or if you're nearby. She uh, stands and says, "No, I, um, I'm, I'm finished. I was, in a way, saying goodbye. Uh, it's not very often." But I've left this village and this home has been my family's house for generations. And something tells me I will most likely not be back. Were you, you're praying to your God? We pray to the morning Lord. The morning Lord? Does he not go with you? I was not saying goodbye to the morning Lord. For as far as I know, he is Lord of all the land, but it felt good to pray at my father's shrine here before before we go. Yeah. The last prayer at his shrine. I'm sorry. I know this. I know this can't be easy for you. I know that. I mean, I've left things behind in my past, and I know that it's never easy. So how are you how are you feeling? Are you prepared? Are you are you worried, scared? How are you feeling? Of course I'm worried. Of course I am scared. But I don't understand why any of this is happening to me. Why Strad has come to my house? but I'm tired of being helpless. I'm tired of waiting here to f see what will next happen to me. I want to go out and at least face whatever my fate is head on. Um, and when, when she was hopeless or helpless or whatever she said, I'm gonna grab her hand at that point and say, look at me, you are not helpless. You are not alone. We'll be with Roll you. Roll a persuasion check. When, when you go to grab her hand? Uh, 19. All right. Yeah, she she doesn't pull back in horror at the fiendish form right. reaching out for her. Am I in the room peeling potatoes still? Yeah, Ismark is just so lost in mashing this mutton and uh, he's, he's grabbing... Um, potatoes that you've carved up but he hasn't technically told you to stop yet you're not Willie's not quite sure like is he just am I just supposed to 
eat peeling potatoes, you like look at the pile that he had set there. You kind of look around the corner and there's like a whole room full of nothing but potatoes. And he's afraid, like, Willie's honestly not sure if, do I, do I have to peel all those potatoes? Like, when I see Ned, you know, grab her hand like that, Willie's going to throw a potato at Ned and say, hey, you can't go grabbing people. Okay, wait. Uh, Ned and, and Irina are upstairs in the parents' bedroom. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought I was with Irina peeling potatoes. Uh, you're with Ismark. Okay. Brother. But Willie honestly has a moment where he looks at Ismark and is like, what? I thought I was with Irina peeling potatoes and is just really confused and then like just goes back to it. Um, but anyway, so when I grab her hand and I say, listen to me, you're not helpless. The woman I saw today fighting is not helpless. I think that he's coming to you because he sees what I see. There is certainly something more within you than maybe you even know at this point. And I think that your, your path does not end anytime soon. I believe that he's chosen you because you have some sort of power, that you have some sort of calling in this world. It's not as insignificant and you're most certainly not helpless. So do not believe that lie. I, I appreciate this, but you offer kind words. I'm afraid you don't know much about Barovia, but you bring hope. I don't know if I will find hope myself, but I appreciate the kind words. Uh, I, I, I will be down in a moment. I, I'm going to go get changed. And uh, she gets up and kind of points to the door, wanting you to walk out. Okay, I go ahead and walk out. Let's head back downstairs. Okay. As she follows you, you see her shut the door and actually uh, she blows out candles. She locks the door and uh, walks into into that first bedroom you saw and shuts the door behind her. Uh, Wash, what are you doing? With our, you and Arnaldo are down in the front room. Meditating. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> stewing and a little bit of disappointment that I, I didn't hear a shriek or some sort of commotion upstairs. Um, I say to Arnaldo, um, what, what gave you such a disdain for the undead? A disdain for what, what reason would you have to like undead? I, I have none. I mean, they're smelly to begin with, but all that aside, they're also just kind of, you know, aside from the smelly part, they are evil incarnate walking mindlessly on the earth, seeking only to consume the flesh of, of those who, who walk this earth seeking light and consuming the last bits of light they can. Also, they're smelly. And you view it as a mission uh, to fight them wherever you find them? My purpose in life is not 
merely with undead. I don't I don't have a beef with undead particularly. My my purpose in life has been to to root out and destroy any and all evil wherever I find it. This is a good purpose. <clears throat> How did you come upon this path? I was uh, I was ushered into this path. I was guided into this path. Yeah, I could have been a I could have been a noble, but I had an aptitude in school and and a darkness about me that uh, some uh, some monster hunters, we'll call them that. They hunt monsters. They like to destroy all that's evil. They recruited me. And they taught me their ways, and uh, and now I just can't shake it. They got me while I was young, and now all I want to do is kill monsters. You enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. I do want to seek peace somewhere, but I don't think I can find peace until I know that these creatures don't walk the earth and torment others. I don't enjoy slaying them, but I can't find enjoyment as long as they walk. And why do you fight with so little armor? Well, while Arnaldo is just like pondering that question, Ismark looks over at you, <laughs> you Willie. Willie, Ismark looks over at you and is like, whoa, whoa, friend, way too many potatoes here. Uh, you can stop. Uh, here, um, maybe uh, can you go get some water? Um, and where do I get the water from? Uh, there's a there's a well out back, uh, in a pump here. It's in the little courtyard right behind the house. You got it, man. So you go back there and you you pump water and you you come back and yeah he he's getting a, a stew and it's uh, you see him break out a box that uh, looks like it has some some herbs and spices. There's not much in there. In fact, he's kind of like just barely rummaging around at, in the bottom, and he's like, uh, I think this might be the last of some of these, and he he sprinkles them in. Oh yeah, those some good herbs. Uh, they're pretty basic, but everything is basic here. Um, got a mushroom can give you that'll really fire things up. Oh yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Who's gonna point out the uh, second type of mushroom that he found? Okay. Um, uh, is, is Mark rolled a natural one in his ability to tell what that is? Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what is this? Is this, uh, is this edible? I'm sure it is, man. And if I'm, if I'm remembering, Willie's never tried this mushroom, right? No, not the second type okay. of mushroom yet, no. Uh, Ismark says, yes, uh, uh, 
okay, if you think it's edible, I, I love mushroom in my stew. I've never tried this kind before. Hell yeah, brother. Let's mix it on in there. All right. How, how many mushrooms do you give him? Does it look like one is enough to really impart its essence on the stew? No. Ah, uh, God, then I get give him both. All right. Yeah, you think as he's kind of mixing the stew up and uh, putting in a big pot over a, a brick stove that uh, you think that two, two is not going to like overpower it, but it'll just add something. You don't know what, but it'll add something. It's going to turn out these are poison mushrooms that just murdered everyone in the village? <laughs> no, just the party. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Arnaldo and Wash, were you guys still talking or are you done? No, I was talking. I didn't want to interrupt. Yeah, I was just telling them how, uh, how I don't wear armor because um, I have a need for speed and that I'm too fast and too furious. Seems foolhardy. I'm still alive and I've probably killed a lot more monsters than you have. Not, not, you know, not a contest or anything. I just think it's a fact. Everything is a contest. Okay. You do you, man. That's why I don't wear armor. Wash is just going to keep staying faced towards Arnaldo, but because you can't see any face, like you don't have any idea... Like, am I just trying to think of another question? Is this an awkward silence? Just like, it's just a suit of armor faced towards you, but not doing anything. I would like to challenge Wash to an arm wrestling competition. Did you say that out loud? <laughs> yeah. Sorry to speak about you in the fourth person, but I would like to challenge you to a Arm wrestling competition wash. I do not know this contest. It's a free-handed arm wrestling competition where we stand, our elbows don't touch, and we just try to knock one another over. Is this a game? No, it's a competition. I'm confused, but I will play your game. All right, so you guys are gonna stand up in the uh, in the middle of the parlor here. Yep. Ned, this is about when you come down. You see Wash and Ned standing arm to arm, and so or, I'm sorry, Arnaldo and uh, Wash standing arm to arm. And our, so Arnaldo, how how is your version going? You're standing, and then you try and knock each other onto the ground. Yeah, we try to force each other off balance. Okay. Uh, both of you roll an athletic check. Twenty-one. Twenty. All right. Yeah. So Arnaldo explains to Wash how this works, and uh, Arnaldo, you're feeling pretty sure about yourself. Um, but as soon as you kind of go in, you're both kind of holding your own and 
Arnaldo is making some progress, but uh, yeah, Ned, when you walk down the stairs, they're both just like locked up. Neither one really gaining much on the other. Uh, roll another. Uh, a, a lipstick mark on Elginan's cheek. Oh, a what mark? A lipstick kissy mark. Oh, okay. Uh, everyone else sees it except for Ned. Uh, Arnaldo and Wash, roll, roll another athletic check. Ten. Twelve. All right. Yeah, you, you're both getting tired, and you, you feel like the, the, the strain is going one way further. Like, Arnaldo, you think you're going to really make it, and then Wash pushes back, and it starts going the other side. And so the swing, rather than being right in the middle, is going back and forth. Arnaldo, you, you feel like you're gaining an edge. Wash, you feel like you're going to need to uh, do something quick, or you're going to lose it. Uh, one, one more roll. 20. Where'd you go? Athletic. 19. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's still locked up, but wash. You're feeling the momentum go the other way. Was that a, a mathematical 20? Yeah. Yeah. You, you're still kind of just standing there, Ned, and you're watching them as their wash is now winning. But it, it's not it's not enough to knock him down. You're gonna, you're gonna keep going. Or is anybody given? I uh, I'll tell him. I say I say clearly I've bested you. Do you uh, do you want to give up? I cast divine smite. <laughs> um, I I wash would say uh, I don't I don't understand your game, uh, but it seems. It's a competition of strength. Wash, roll an insight check. Uh, Arnaldo, roll a, uh, a, a deception check. 20? Seven. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're pretty sure that whatever happened, Wash, he didn't beat you. You're not quite sure if you beat him, but you're pretty sure you, he didn't beat you. It felt very even to you. Like you, you were given some, he was given some, but I goad him into one more, one more push. Come on, knock me down. All right. Or by the way, which of you are are either of you proficient in athletics? I am. Uh, I'm not. All right. I'm, you guys I'm, are rolling rolling pretty close here. I have a plus two to athletics, but I'm not proficient in it. All right, what was this next roll? Eight. Twenty-four. All right. This time you go to men, Wash just pushes, and Arnaldo, he's probably done this before. He, like, lets Wash give or gives uh, enough just to kind of get Wash off balance and then slams him back. And wash, you're slammed onto your back, knocking over one of these end tables and a glass vase, and this stuff just goes shattering uh, through the room. You're on your back. 
uh, Ismark runs in with a pot and a big spoon in his hand. Uh, what happened? What happened? And uh, Ned, you see Arnaldo standing over Wash. Does Ismark see the kissy mark on Elunid's cheek? Uh, yes, he doesn't know what what to make of it, but he he he's taking the whole thing in, and behind him Willie comes in. He's he's carrying some plates. What what happened? What? I got what is going on? It's uh, a are game. we under attack? No, 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 we were just no, just, we were just training. Oh, um, we we have a, a back garden for that. Maybe it'd be safer to train outside. It's cold. I don't understand the way the game works. It's very complicated. Here, the the dinner is ready. If you are ready, what's for dinner? We're having a mutton stew. Sounds delicious. And uh, he, he sits down, Irina comes down, and uh, you guys have a dinner. Irina and Ismark sit next to each other and actually seem fairly quiet, fairly pensive, um, uh, are, are more worn out and focused on their, on their soup, maybe less talking than you would even expect. They seem, they seem nervous. But uh, they have this dinner. It's not that entertaining. The food is rather bland. Um, Ismark breaks out a bottle of wine, sets it on the table. It says purple grape smash number three. And uh, it's fairly good wine. It's not, not the best or worst wine you've ever had, but for a kind of basic table wine, if any of you are wine drinkers. Like uh, a, like you're, a red what's that? It's like, a, it's like a nice blend. It's like a Merlot. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you you uh, have this, and then Ismark and Irina head upstairs and say, um, well, actually, first, Ismark put some pretty heavy beams across this door, which I don't know if you remember when you came in, even though it's a, a just regular house mansion thing, it is more well fortified than like a, a, a Pendleton Heights house would be. Um, and so they put this Speak heavy beam across house. the door. What's that? Speak for your own house. Yeah, maybe my house, but, um, and they, uh, as Mark says, we, uh, we're going to go up and um, spend one last night talking before the morning, but um, we'd appreciate if you keep an eye out to the night. I will keep an eye out to the night. I, uh, you've, you had said previously that this vampire got into your house on several occasions. How, how did it get in? Someone let him in. Um, there's a real awkward look between his Mark and Arena, and he kind of gestures up the stairs. And she, she goes up and he comes back down the stairs and says, uh, my sister does not like to talk about it, but uh, 
he was able using his charms to his magics to convince her to invite him in. She unlocked the door for him and well, let him in. For for lack of a kind way of putting this, her weakness may be our downfall. I you do don't understand. It is, it is not her weakness. It is his power. It could happen to anyone. But power only works on weakness. Uh, it's, it's no slight against her. It is the, the facts as they are. I believe letting her alone in a room by herself is maybe the surest way to invite him in again. I, I will go upstairs, but his, his magic only works when he's here and, 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 and uh, uh, speaking to her. Nevertheless, she was, twice she, was, she was defending the house with me. Uh, I, I, I will keep her locked in her room tonight, but she was defending the house. There was not, we didn't have any other choice, but he spoke to her and convinced her and she doesn't remember anything of it, but feels, she, she knows, I've told her and feels very guilty about it. But and if what can any of us do again? Not defend the house? I will. We will. I hope you will help us. We will. And I will not be so susceptible to his sexiness. How did he, how did he talk? How did he compel her to open the door? When he couldn't come inside, like how did you I would say, Ned? This is this is not the time for picking up tips and tricks <laughs> for how to attract women. But no, like how did he convince her to let her let him in if he wasn't inside? He was uh, saucy. I, I like I said, I don't uh, I don't know how his magic works, but he convinced her he told her that he just wanted to talk that he um it was a friend of hers that he was not here to harm her and i i saw her going from from anger and fear and disbelief to passiveness and the complete just letting go and 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 trusting him uh i don't i don't know how how it works but somehow he did it she she doesn't really remember anything but she came down after he left uh he left and she had marks on her neck i'm pretty sure he bit her. He, he, he drank her blood. What does that mean? It means he's a monster and he's horrible. What does it's, that mean for it's, her? It's not a metaphor. I mean, he, he, he literally drank her blood. Do I, do I know what that means for her as my monster hunter background? Um, so I know are, are you proficient in either Arcana or history? 
history and uh, and our oh, wait, or, or I'll say religion. I'm proficient in history, not arcana. Uh, roll a history check. Yeah, for, for your studies. 17. So, yeah, so what you, you don't know a whole lot about vampires specifically, but you, you remember hearing that the way someone becomes a vampire, uh, at least from what you have heard, you don't know how accurate it is, is related to some type of bite. Um, but you also know that at least the, the common lore that seems to be backed up by Ismark here is that vampires drink blood. So, um, yeah, but the bite has something to do with becoming one. You're not sure that that automatically means you become one. It doesn't turn them into a, like a slave to the vampire or anything. No, uh, no, you don't believe it has anything to do with the her letting him in. Okay. Not, not that you're aware of. Um, I had a weird dream. There was a girl named Buffy there, and it just made me like think about. It was weird. Just had to check. I can't remember. So on that history check, seriously, Arnaldo had a dream. Do you do you remember? I don't know if you remember, but. Our very first session, Arnaldo had a dream in which he was in a house. Mm -hmm. And with that history check, kind of even just looking around, like Arnaldo realizes this oh, yeah. is that house. Oh, this is the house from my dream? This is like this is either the house or an eerie something. I mean, it's it's kind of like that thing where it's deja vu. Definitely. You, the same you're, you're now like, I, I feel like I've been here before. I share this with the group. So Arnaldo shares that he... How did you escape? I woke up. I wasn't really in danger in my dream. It was just a creepy situation, you know? But we were told we could not leave this place. Oh, yeah, the place, not the house. We can leave the house. But I'm, we met you outside of this place. So if you've the been place. here and left. Yeah, it was a dream. But it was a dream in which you were in this place already. Yes. Do you have prescient dreams? I mean, apparently. Do you mean evidently? It is apparent that evidently, I mean that evidently I've have those sort of dreams. Yeah. What did What did your dreams tell you? That I was in this house. And nothing else. I mean, it was spooky. It seems, my friend. As though all your dreams have come true. I mean, you weren't here, so. So even even better than your dreams. 
Right. Is Mark's gone up? Uh, like you said, you you get the sense that um, they're a little muted tonight because they they don't know if they're going to see each other again. Um, but you guys are downstairs having this conversation. H how are you going to do your? You're going to do watches, or what are you doing for for the night? Oh yeah, I lost on first watch. I'm I'm the first watch. Okay. And then who's next? I'm actually going to do something different. I, I'll be. I'll be next, but I'm going to do something different right now. I am going to... Uh, yeah, I'll take a second watch. I'll message you what I'm going to do. Okay. Unless it, unless it takes uh, Elianid's physical time, um, Wash is going to go over to her. We, I'm just oh, I forgot. So while you guys were having your stew... Um, the, the meal itself was rather muted as well, but, um, everybody roll a constitution check. Check, saving throw? Uh, constitution saving throw, yeah. 18. Z uh, 16. Six. Natural 20. 15. What was that for you, Ned? Six. Okay, um, and then what was you? What was yours, Arnaldo? Fifteen. Okay. Um, so not so much you, Ned, but the others, especially Wash. You you pick up some really good, just subtle mushroom flavor that um, really complements the pepper well, and. Uh, you feel like this stew, whatever it was before uh, uh, with the potatoes and mutton and a little bit of onion was probably eh. But this mushroom just gives it, you know, you, 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 it's, a, it's an extra smoothness that wasn't there before. But it, uh, it seems to you, Willie, that you found just an edible mushroom. Nice. But, uh, all right, so Arnaldo, roll a perception check. And for the rest of you, are you sleeping? How, how are you sleeping? Are you sleeping in your armor? Or are you? Well, I, I, went, like, I went to Ned before I fell asleep. Oh, okay. 14. Okay. So... Um, Ned Wash approaches you. Ned, where are you? I'm still I'm still in the main room. I really haven't left anywhere yet. But I mean, you're just like standing around. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, I guess, I guess uh like bring you over to a chair or something. Okay. And I I have uh two antlers. <laughs> And I have, I guess, some rope. I'm gonna say, can can you uh, do your best to uh, attach these to my my helmet? Attach the antlers to your helmet? Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna like like sit down in front of the, the chair with my back to you. Get you the two two helm two antlers. I say, try make them come down. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Um, would this fall into my disguise kit's uh, proficiency? Um, yeah, I would, I would think so. Uh, uh, well, Wash, are you, are they decorative or are they, are you hoping they're functional in some way? No, it's, it's, well, I'm hoping to be disguised as a person with antlers on their helmet. With, uh, yeah, I mean, with the disguise kit and the ability to, um, I, I don't know what a, I mean, a disguise kit technically I think has like, you know, an, an extra cloak and things, but uh, wash, yeah, he's able to get these on you. They, you're not quite sure if they would stay on like during combat, but they, they they'll stay on your helmet right now without any major issue. And they're, they're kind of coming down. Is that what you said? Yeah. With the, I mean, they're not matched. They're two different antlers. But com coming down from the sides of my head around to my mouth. Okay. Yeah, you, you kind of shake it. You think if you got a hard hit to the helmet, they'd, they'd fall off. But they're on while you're walking around. shake my head it's, it seems it seems a little loose maybe we'll, uh, we'll 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 try to tighten them down yeah i'll i'll think of i'll try to think of something that i can use to better connect these right now i don't have anything better thank you all right anybody else do anything before bed Well, on my side, Ronaldo's. He feels confident in having won that wrestling match. <clears throat> um. So, all right. So, Arnaldo, you're you're kind of walking room to room, keeping watch. It's a spooky old house. Uh, the others fall asleep, but um, through the night, you you don't. You don't really hear anything. I mean, occasionally there's a creak or an old like uh, uh, floorboard that you you swear there was a a sound or something. But you go into that room and there's there's nothing there. It just seems to be an old house. The you know wind will whip a shutter and you're kind of poke your eye out. But there are these iron uh, iron bars that have been rudely affixed to the inside of some of the windows, and it's just the just the wind. And uh, uh, just a second here. What what are you doing uh, while you're just kind of sitting through the night, just kind of pacing? Uh, yeah, I pace and I, um, you know, I'm just kind of just thinking about vampires. I'm like, I'm really pondering the, uh, what was the gentleman's name who we killed in the basement? Doru? Yeah, Doru, yeah. What, what did you say, Willie? I said Count Doku. Count Doku, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking a lot about Count Doku. Okay. Yeah, you, you, you think about him. 
That is that that's definitely Arnaldo's first vampire. Uh, I don't know if he keeps track of those in a little book or something, but um, I'm taking notes about it. I'm like drawing sketches about like the perceived length of his fangs and like notes about how long he's been down there for a, a, approximately a year is what I gathered. Yeah. Yep. A year. And from what you gather without any kind of food or nourishment or anything like that, yep. which, you know, with your understanding of the undead, um, you know, he, he doesn't, he, you assume from what you're hearing was craving. He was begging for food, uh, which you assume now to be blood, but he didn't need it physically to survive. It was more of a, uh, a desire, but seemed to be, be driving him a little, a little cra- as crazy as his father. Um, just a moment, just a moment, just a moment. Okay. Um, and then when your watch is up, you will, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, I will lay out my cot in the middle of the floor in a, in a position where I feel like I'm the most inconvenient to step over, but also the most um, poised to pay attention. Okay. Are you going to wake up the next person? Yep. So I wake up. Uh, I think Ned said he would take, she would take next watch. You go to wake up Ned and she's not where she curled up to sleep. There's kind of her, her stuff is there, but or, or some things were there where like where she a pillow that they provided the you, but so you, you go upstairs. Yep. Okay. Uh, the door is open. Um, you, you've been up here before, but you find a door that's wide open. It's the only door wide open. And, uh, um, sure enough, it's empty. Oh no. I'm in a bit of a panic and I start looking at all the other rooms upstairs. Right. Yeah. You open, uh, another door next to this one. And uh, there's a, a low fire going in a small fireplace. And um, Irina and Ismark are in there. And they're just kind of sitting on the floor next to the bed talking. And they both look up at you when you open the door. And Ismark goes to grab his sword. He, he doesn't have it on. But his hand just instinctually goes there. And he says, is everything okay? I'm like, if you're going to reach for your sword, you should have it with you, first of all. You see it over, like, on the other side of the room. I'm like, come on, man. Grab your sword. Yes, everything's fine. Where's Ned at? What do you mean? What? L.U. Ned, the only demon that you've ever seen in your lifetime? Where is she at? I, I do not know. Oh, fuck. Let's look around the house until we find her. She's on second watch. Okay. So they they um, quickly look into the other rooms. Um, all of the other rooms except for these two are locked. Um, but uh, 
you're, you're looking around and you uh, roll a, uh, let's say we'll roll an investigation check while you're looking around. Seventeen. Okay. Um, I'll roll for the others who, um, yeah, you're not able to find Ned. You go downstairs and sure enough, you're going room to room. You know, it's, it's a bigger house, but she's not around. Woof. And, uh, um, is Mark and Irina are downstairs in the front saying, could, could she have gotten out? Uh, did, did you see, did you see her open the door? There's a, there's a back door and a front door. No, I didn't. I don't just wake, just wake anyone else up. Yeah, I wake everybody else up that I can find. So I wake Wash and Willie up. What time is it? Uh, so how long of a watch were you going to do? Like a four-hour watch. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, like 3 a.m. Okay. Uh, which would mean my sending stone works again, since it has one use a day, right? <laughs> yes. So as, as as soon as I get woken up and explain to that Ned is gone, I, I get out the sending stone. I, I say, Alina, are you okay? Where are you? Uh, you get a message back. What does it say? Cool. Is that Willie? Best I got. Irina and, and Ismark both just kind of turn and, and look at Willie. Wash. I was asleep, man, and then this guy woke me up, man. Fucking wild. Wash will go back to sleep. Wash, Wash says Ned, Ned is taking care of herself. And she can. And then I just lay back down. Care of herself? What does that mean? You can you can ask her the next time you see her. But well, uh, wa Wash will Wash will say, uh, do, I'll, "I'll take I'll take the watch. I'll, I'll take Ned's watch. Everyone, this is, everything's okay." All right. And do I do I believe Wash that everything's okay? Uh, roll yeah, roll an insight check. Twenty-two. 
Um, Wash, roll a persuasion check. It's 10. Um, so, Arnaldo, you're, you're definitely picking up that he's not telling you something. The two of them have been around long enough that he's, I don't know if you would say covering for her or knows what she's up to, but uh, no, he, he genuinely doesn't, he genuinely doesn't seem to be concerned. Okay. So what she is Mark and I she's visiting the big fapple or what? What's going on? Watch it watch is just sitting there face to you, but you can't you can't discern any just a single yeah. armor looking at I, you. We, we get it. You don't have a face. It's fine. Is Mark and Irina say what what should we do? I trust that Ned's not doing anything weird, too weird anyway. So, Wash, you're going to take his, you're going to take her shift. Take a watch. Go back, right. go back to your beds. We'll all need a rest. I will lay my cot in the most inconvenient place possible, at the bottom of the stairs, so they have to step over me before going anywhere. All right, wash, roll your and move it so that the, the bottom side of the cot is actually on the first step so that yeah. all night long his feet are above his head. Yep. I'm used to, I'm used to, I, I was trained as a bat. So a full right. wash perception. All right. Yeah, you're distracted enough by this whole midnight events and Arnaldo's strange sleeping habits that um, you're not really you're not really focused on. You're you're trying to get the antlers just right. You find a mirror yeah, and that, are, that, are constantly like. That's what's distressing me is the antlers. Fucking antlers. But, um, but you know what? Throughout the night. Um, there are no attacks. Uh, you get a long rest. And um, yeah, light slowly starts to come in through the windows. Um, let me let me touch base with Ned real quick. As as soon as the light starts coming in through the windows and I know that everyone's got a long rest wash just starts fucking ripping on that crag cat throat box what is it and then it's music and it means something to him okay uh, I wasn't judging I just wanted to know what the fuck you guys just get woken up by this uh I mean, even if I rolled a natural 20 on performance, it's a, a hideous wailing that sounds like demons stubbing their toes. 
Roll a performance check for your morning morning call. That is a natural one. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> shit. So on a, on a Craig Cat voice box, is that really good or is that really bad? Um, you, you go to blow on it and whatever reason, just maybe it's the, the cold this morning. It's just like, like nothing's coming out. You're not, you're not getting any sound. Real disappointing for Wash. Maybe later in the day when it warms up. But yeah, so everybody uh, gets up and um, Wash, you do see uh, early, just when the, the, the light is starting to come to the windows, very quietly, Ned kind of creeps, creeps back into the spot where she was kind of lies back down uh, as if nobody would notice she'd been anywhere. And um, uh, everybody starts getting up. Uh, Irina and Ismar, when you guys get up, when you guys get up, Irina and Ismar, they're, they're still upstairs. They're, they're taking some time, but you go over to Ned. Yeah. And... Uh... I, I don't want to seem threatening, so it's not like an intimidation or anything, but I, I just am going to lean down close so that it's just us talking and not the whole room. And I say, don't keep secrets from me. I won't. I'll tell you in time when there's a better opportunity for us to talk. I'm worried about her connection with Strong. I'm going to say, I, I think it's very likely she's compromised some way. Her wanting to go to this city may, may be Strahd's way of planting his seed there. We need to be prepared for the eventuality that the girl must die. Whoa. Do I hear, you hear that? You didn't hear that. I, did I hear this? Perception. Yeah. It's fine. I didn't hear it. They're they're uh, they're having this conversation pretty early. Um, I was on first watch though. Did I hear? Did I hear anything? No, that was uh, that was in in Wash's watch. Oh, it's gone. I it's not in my memory. I forgot it already. Damn, but I know that I just randied the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Would would Ned know <laughs> can't see the reflection? Or is that, uh would Ned would Ned know what? That if vampires can see their own reflection? Is that a thing in D D? Can't see the reflection? Uh, roll 
Does does Ned have proficiency in Arcana or religion? No. All right. Uh, roll a religion check. Uh, Fifteen. Ned's heard that before. Um, that there's something about vampires and mirrors. Uh, that they like doesn't work for them or something. If only we had some sort of magic mirror that when used, we would immediately know whether or not the person saw themselves in it. There is a... um, <clears throat> but there, there was a mirror that um, Wash, Wash was using his antlers for. Yeah, spent four hours looking at my antlers in it. I I do have a mirror in my I have like a mirror in my thieves tools for whatever reason. So I'm gonna like have it in my hand and like try to like when I get a chance to like see if I can somehow get her reflection in it. See if I can see her in it. Okay. I don't know why right. will be, but like some point throughout the day I'm gonna have my mirror on me, like in my hand at all times. That's my goal is to find the opportune time for that okay uh everybody roll perception check found a hot dice tonight guys this is great uh, perception One, two. perception's 22 as well well 11 right um they come downstairs uh, again, Irina, she is uh, like she was. 15. Sorry, I have a plus two. Oh, no problem. Uh, like, I'll put this back if you don't remember it. Like she was a couple weeks ago uh, <laughs> during our, our zombie montage, she has uh, what you assume from its faded and dated style uh, some old family armor that she's wearing, but a, 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 a nice breastplate. She has uh, a sword. And but has wrapped um, a cloak and a collar around her neck to uh, to cover it there, but uh, has a pack that she's carrying with her. And uh, she comes about that being auburn hair. Yeah, I'm not the artist. You could go in and Photoshop it a little bit for us. That's true. I theoretically could have. It's the yeah. The scarlet cloak is just th throwing the, the tint off a little bit. Use also, I retconned. I don't, use don't like that sword. Yeah, instead of let's just pretend you're you're not ginger. That's our but, word. Um, <laughs> so she 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 comes down the stairs. Ned and um, Willie, you both you just you you notice as they come down that. They both look like maybe they've, there's been some tears. They both look pretty tired, maybe more tired than um, even before they spent the night. Willie, you notice actually, as you're just kind of taking it all in, you, you're not spending a whole lot of time with these people, but you notice Ned doesn't, Ned's actually dragging a little bit, got some bags under her demonic eyes that um, you're not quite sure, honestly, what's going on or where you are. But that one doesn't look very well rested either. Uh, none of the three of them do. And 
they come down, they, they're, you know, he's, he's uh, grabbing other things like, Oh, don't, don't forget this sister. You should here here's some, some more food. Uh, here's some bread to hand bread to each of you. And um, she says, you will be a good burgomaster is Mark. And when I'm safe, I'll send word back to you. You guess Are we ready? What's going on? They are. They're they're saying goodbye to each other. I'm gonna cast divine sense. Okay. Which allows me to see if she is a fiend or if she is undead. And I'm just gonna do it with a like little <coughs> Right, and is that uh, how? What's the radius in that? Sixty feet. Okay. I, just, I, I sent you a chat with your results. And I'm, I'm just gonna keep walking a little bit closer and closer to her, staring her down to like about fifteen feet away. Uh, Ismark says, uh, I thank you again. I, I cannot tell you how big of a help this is to us. We didn't know what we would do next. But if you can take her to Velaki, maybe, uh, like we said, we've heard Velaki is better fortified and she'll be safer. Uh, if, if you do see Merrick, Merrick was my father's servant. Um, it has been more than a 10 day now since we've seen him, but if you see him, perhaps send them back. If... What is that? Is this his letter? You hold up the letter? Yeah. He says, yes, that is my father's seal. That, that, that was the letter. He was... Say it one more time. That bitch is dead. Whoa. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know how Ismark would, would, would respond to that. Let it know that, uh, that is... Ned's actual reaction is laughter when he says that. What, what does the letter say? That, that was the letter he was supposed to put on the door, on, it, on the gate. I didn't open it out of respect for him. I would assume oh. it goes back to you. I do not think so. He 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 takes it, opens the seal. It says, "My my father wrote it." He reads it, and he he hands it back to you. It says, "I I wish you would have read that before you entered our lands, but I am afraid it's too late." Uh, I emailed it to you. But mm -hmm. the letter says, Hail thee of might and valor. I, the burgomaster of Barovia, send you honor with despair. My daughter, the fair Irina Koyana, has been these past nights bitten by a vampire. For over 400 years, uh, I need to make this screen bigger so I can read it. For over 400 years, this creature has drained the lifeblood of my people. Now my dear Irina languishes and dies from an unholy wound caused by this vile beast. He has become too powerful to conquer. 
So I say to you, give us up for dead and encircle this land with the symbols of good. Let holy men call upon their power that the devil may be contained within the walls of weeping Barovia. Leave our sorrows to our graves and save the world from this evil fate of ours. There is much wealth entrapped in this community. Return for your reward after we are all departed for a better life. Koyan Indurovich, Burgomaster. Wash is going to say, Indurovich? I was way off base. (laughs) But uh, uh, Ismark says, I believe it would have served you better if you if you knew he was i did not know exactly what he said but he was in great despair uh did i say wash is mark says that he was in great despair i believe and i mean the letter says he was trying to stop adventurers like herself from coming here he is dying what what is that she is dying we don't know. We don't know what it means. Show me the but unholy if... wound. Irina looks really uncomfortably at you. Uh, roll of persuasion. It will not help you if you keep roll... secrets from us. Roll an intimidation check. I assist. Or persuasion. Or persuasion, depending on what you're trying to do. Persuasion. I'm, I'm neither trying to intimidate or persuade. I am saying flat out, we will not help you if you keep secrets from us. I assist with the persuasion check. All right. R- roll at advantage. Uh, Ismar or Irina will say, we're not trying to keep secrets from you. We've told you, told you everything. 18. She, she slowly kind of... Un- undoes the wrap she has around it and kind of pull- pulls the collar out that's kind of tucked in around the armor and she, and she shows you and uh, yeah there's there's a mark uh, roll a medicine check my speciality 17 all right it 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 looks to you, like just it looks like a wound, um, one that's healed. There's not um, no festering. There's no, you know, in the in the strange world of D and D, she's gotten more than a few long rests and has no health point deficiency, I guess you'd say. Um, but obviously, something happened there. I mean, there's a. It may even be a scar uh, over time but it's healing. It's visible enough that she is awkward and sensitive about it and covers it up, but there's nothing you can tell from it any more than, you know, what maybe yesterday's slashes and gashes from your, uh, uh, from your zombie fight you know, whatever long-term effects they leave. She says, my father wrote that when he was in great despair, but he knew nothing more about this than we do. 
trust me, I want to be no one's, I want to harm no one and, and, and bring any more darkness into this land. But I honestly believe if I stay here, whatever happens to me will be only worse. Despair can be a great refiner of truth. Laying bare some things that hope might hide. I'm going to try to uh, reach out and lay my hand up alongside her neck and lay on hands just to, uh, I can uh, neutralize a poison or a disease. I'm just going to feel if I fix anything inside her by trying that. Yes, yeah, so you, you reach out. She lets you. She's You can tell she's uh, actually kind of had to use her willpower to stop from flinching back. Um, but she, she, she holds and you put your hand on her. Um, is it, is your hand fully armored just like everything else? Oh yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's cold. Clank. <laughs> it's cold, but, uh, uh, you, you, you don't sense any holy energy leave you. You, you compel it to go out and, and, you know, heal just like you've done other diseases, but from from what you can tell, nothing leaves your body. You you don't you don't have an effect, which to your knowledge would mean there's there's no disease to heal. I say you you are either well or are you you are beyond my ability to heal. I don't know which but we will proceed as though you are well. Ismark looks almost comforted by this, but says, um, uh, or she actually says, I feel well. After yesterday's fighting, I feel stronger than ever. By that, I mean, she, she senses Wash's skepticism. Takes a mental note that she has an injury that's making her feel stronger. She, she senses Wash's uh, skepticism and says, I mean, I mean, it felt good to be fighting back, to, to not just be here defending ourselves, but to be pushing back against the evil. Yes. <laughs> it is good to fight evil. All right. You guys. Um, you heading out? During this time, I'm going to try my little mirror trick at some point. Do All right. I, how are you going to how are you going to do it? Um when Wash is has his hand on her neck, I'm going to like come up around the other side and like almost like selfie stick it like so are you you're using your little pocket mirror yeah yeah you're able to do it without i mean she's really focused on what's going on with wash That's and um what's that 
that's why I chose that time. Yeah, and you you do uh, kind of get lined up just like you were expecting, and right where Irina is, um, you know, it takes you a moment as you you kind of get his armor and then her armor and then yep, sure enough, you know, you you see her face, see her hair, which is definitely auburn. You're like that's some auburn hair. But uh, yeah, I mean, you see her reflection in your your pocket mirror. Is it that she doesn't have a reflection or that she can't see her own reflection? I, I assumed it was she doesn't have a reflection, but. So it's a problem with the mirror, not with her own eyes. The science behind this makes no sense. <laughs> <clears throat> Are you guys heading out? Yes. Okay. You guys walk out of the house. It is uh, overcast, lower overcast than before. You, you feel like it might um, drizzle, but it's pretty foggy out as you're going through the village. And um, you see people kind of, again, poking their heads from between alleys, from behind shutters, the same you're being watched. They know you're here, but nobody wants to come out and approach. And um, Ismar Protruda? follows you. What's that? Protruda? Every, every Ismar follows you. woman I see, I'm asking her if she's Gertruda. Ismar follows you out uh, as far through the village as the church. But um, you, you, you get there and... Uh, there's a moment where they embrace and you guys head out past the village. Wash is going to, when we're at the church, walk over and sift through the ashes. Knowing that teeth don't burn in a wood fire, Wash is going to try to find all the teeth he can. Roll an investigation check. nine wash definitely finds a tooth but it is not the nice long vampire uh ones he, he's i'm willing to spend 20 minutes looking he's definitely sure those ravens probably snatched snatched things out of here and he, he sees a he sees a raven up in the trees just kind of playing with something you're sure looks like some kind of tooth you, you find uh, a few teeth enough to know that whatever your, the, the body you burned, burned up. But is Mark and Irene seem, impa seem impatient? Um, you find six teeth. Do I write this down as human teeth or vampire teeth? These all look human. But, I'm gonna say um, to Arnaldo, he was just a regular dude, and you killed him for no reason. Well, uh, let's go. Uh, but, 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 come on, you saw him try to eat you. He tried well, to eat look, you. Look at my inventory. It says human teeth. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> because when and when humans when vampires die, they turn back into what they were before. The teeth don't. 
I have that yeah. on good authority. If they're still in the vampire's head, they do. I have that on great authority. These were in the vampire's head. Sorry, the human's head. Yeah. When you, you talk about that, set him on fire. You just, you just agree with me. When he dies, he turns back into a human. All right, you guys are having this conversation as you walk out of the village. And uh, so what you see is to your left are kind of wide rolling fields that just disappear into fog. To your right, uh, uh, to the right of the road, um, about a quarter of a mile or so, a forest starts up, but then starts to decline pretty heavily and disappears up into the fog. Fog that you know uh, goes up to eventually a castle on the top of this. And about a half a mile down the road, you come to a, a river that has an old stone bridge across it, mossy, very moss-covered bridge, mold-encrusted stone, but the river just flows as clear as a, a nice blue sky, even though, um, you know, there is no blue sky, but it's, it's pretty coming through this valley. So it actually does appear blue. Uh, not not weirdly, just in a in a in a pretty way. I mean, not like a like oh man, that that shouldn't be that color. In a maybe in a dark a dark blue sense, but it's you like it. It's after being in the village, it it looks pure and clean and not like the dirty, grimy old village you were in. Just, just all of you being out here, it, it feels clean and refreshing after that experience. Across the bridge, what looks like a very old bridge, um, the forest comes all the way up to the river and the bridge kind of ends uh, where the road goes almost right up a hill that just is a dark and almost um, entrance into the forest on the other side of the river. Wash immediately distrusts this pure-looking river and attacks it. <laughs> you guys don't know if it's some kind of like sword-washing ceremony, but Wash is just like hacking, hacking at the river. Nice, refreshing mountain water is just kind of spraying up in your faces as he does that. Um, on the other side of the bridge, there is a raven that is just kind of sitting on the on the end of one of the bridge posts, just looking at you. I call to the raven. I wave at the raven. Raven, come hither. Throw a copper. It uh, hops down off the bridge up into the road and seems to be like hopping back and forth, looking at you, like flapping its wings, trying to trying to get your attention and like, so like hop a few feet down the road into the woods and then flap back and kind of land at the, I walk, at the end of the bridge and I walk toward it and behave as best as I think a raven might want me to behave. As soon as you get to the other side of the bridge, it flies into the into the woods, down down the road, not into the, the trees, down into the road. You can't see because the way the road winds up into the forest. Stupid bird. But it, it seems to then come back and in a part of the road you can see like hop. And like be waiting for you to, to follow it. 
I would like to follow it. Okay. Uh, you you follow it down, on, Irina. Let's go follow his birds. Wash uh, sits down uh, and uh, and lays out some animal teeth in a semicircle in front of him. Are you sure they're not human teeth? I don't lay any of the human teeth from the human you killed. Uh, I didn't kill it. You I did. The, I put the animal teeth uh, in a semicircle in front of me, and, and I, I sit down, and I'm going to cast Speak with Animals as a ritual. Okay. So how long Congrat does it take you? Congratulations. You speak common because it's human teeth. <laughs> how, how long does the ritual take? I'm, I'm also going to simultaneously cast <laughs> the ritual do not speak with monks <laughs> so that everything Arnaldo says just sounds like animal sounds to me. <laughs> uh, it takes 10 minutes to cast it. Okay. Um, the others are continuing to walk. Are you going to just sit on the bridge and, and cast it and wait? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, Irina, as you're crossing the bridge, Ned, um, she will say to you, um, I've barely ever been across here in my entire life. This is, I have a couple times, but we were never allowed to go past the bridge. My father did not like me to go far. And Ned is muted if she's trying to say something. It seems that even before Strahd into your life, you were being controlled by men. Not, not to speak ill against your father. Just to, I know even with the best intentions, fathers can sometimes have control over their daughters. I believe I was being protected. My father, he tried to protect everyone, you know. He, he felt it was a duty. But until Strahd showed up, perhaps he was successful. Nobody can, can withstand Strahd, not even my father. How are you feeling today, my friend? Are you excited, encouraged? How do you feel? I feel very excited and scared, but I hate being helpless and I know at least whatever my fate is, I'm going toward it myself. I've always thought the forest, the most beautiful part of Barovia, even if it is the most dangerous, don't you think? And she, she points over to some, just in, in the undergrowth, some small plant that has little blue flowers on it says it it might be the most dangerous place as my father called it but it's also the most beautiful and I'm glad to be in it for a good reason this time it is very beautiful out here um, when I say that I don't break eye contact with her um, she, she's walking down the road she's not She's not picking up on it. However, because I don't want to collect too many NPCs that we have to manage, uh, I did send 
you, Brock, a stat sheet so that if you get into a scuffle, I don't want to manage her. You, because of your training yesterday, will control Irina in combat. So I sent you a, okay. you've gained a, you've unlocked Irina sidekick. There you go. Um, if you don't mind me asking, have you, and I know this is sensitive, so don't feel like you have to answer this, but has Estrade tried to communicate with you recently? No. No, he's the only time he has ever spoken to me is when he has come to our house. And that has been horrible. He comes with his beasts and monsters and I know that whatever he's done to me has let him in. But he does not do it. She thinks for the word for a moment in a winsome way. He comes with force and attacks and uses magics. I don't understand why this is happening to me and I know you owe me nothing, but thank you for helping me. But I, I have never had a conversation with Strahd. He's only used his magics on me and whatever he's done then, I don't remember. I'm sorry this is happening to you. I, too, um, know what it's like to be at the will of powerful men. And I, and I kind of gesture towards uh, a couple of scars that I have on my wrists that are generally like you can't see them very well because they're covered by tattoos. But uh, I, I point them out so that they're more visible to her. I spent a lot, a long time imprisoned, and terrible things were done to me and around me. So I, I can, at least in some way, relate. I mean, I, I don't understand the power of which that he's, he has, but I do understand being at the will of men or creatures. So I am. I'm dearly sorry. I will I'm very sorry that happened to you as well. Hopefully one day you can uh, find ways to use it for your own power. I'm working towards that now, but I find that in times like these, in moments like this, when I talk to people like you, I can relate in ways that not many can. I hope that one day you find that freedom as well. And while we are together, I'll fight for that freedom with you. Thank you. I, I, again, I thank you. I don't, I thank the morning Lord that he brought you all into my life because when my father died, we didn't know what we would do. We, we ourselves were despairing, but but I, I think we are in a good path now. Uh, the, the raven, Arnaldo, you're, you're up front, and the raven continues to kind of hop along, wash. You, you're sitting there on the uh, bridge, and you finish the ritual. They're, they're out of sight now. But you're, you're done. What do you do? 
Uh, I try to. Just... Wait, no. What? Wait, what does wash do? Oh, copper. When the ritual is done. Uh, try to try to hurry after them. Okay. You you run to catch up? Yeah. But I picked up I picked up my copper. Okay. You can add it back to your inventory. And then ran after them. All right. And then what Arnaldo, what do you do uh, while this raven's kind of hopping along up ahead of you? Uh, I try to follow the raven while telling everybody else to follow me. And he's he's going or she, it is going down the path. Um, so clearly, uh, not not you know leading you anywhere off the road. Um, the road itself, you get the sense as you're going through the woods that you're climbing away from the river. Um, through the woods, but it's it's winding, climbing, climbing because of the fog. You can't see all that far, but uh, the the fog is starting to dissipate a little bit. Uh, Arnaldo, roll a perception check. Nineteen. So with a 19, you, you do notice um, this raven has just uh, a little like tuft of, of blue along the right side of its head. Um, just a little, not, nothing out of the ordinary, but enough that if you saw this raven, you know, in a, in a lineup, you think, I might, I might recognize this raven again. The, the blue is not like crazy. Like, why does that raven have blue on its head? But like, I, that's a little mark. But uh, Wash huffs and puffs, kind of catching up behind you uh, as you're climbing up this, what's now a pretty steep climb to the woods on this trail. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say to the raven, uh, uh, friend, do you need our help? Do you need our assistance? The raven looks at you like side to side from each eye and then uh, flies up to a tree branch 30 feet up, 20 feet ahead of you and just kind of looks at you interesting, hasn't responded. You care for a shiny. You don't hear anything back. I'm just gonna say to the group, this this bird sucks butts. So let's get out of here. The raven flies off down the road and uh, goes further than than you can see. But uh, the road itself. Oh, what's that way? Uh, the the road only goes one way, uh, the way that the bird went. Hmm. But uh, after about forty-five minutes or so, you kind of circle back toward the river. You hear it, and as you get there to your right, um, you see actually the river well below you now. Uh, a small cliff 
um, that's 100 feet down um, where the river is still you know, down below and you are, have done this climbing. But now that the fog is burned off, you can see across the river and across the woods on the other side, the, the hill, the mountainside climbs up again and there's the castle again, uh, miles away on your right on the other side of the river. Beyond the castle, you see just the beginnings of uh, a mountain many miles beyond uh, starting to climb on your right-hand side of the road. On the left-hand side, uh, you also see closer to you a large mountain uh, kind of start looming up. You can't see the peaks because of the clouds. Um, but that is what you see. Um, and then an hour out, you uh, come to a crossroads. It's a well-worn well road that splits and is a signpost opposite an old wooden gallows that's sitting just out off, the, uh, uh, off of this crossroads. The signpost points in three directions. Barovia Village points back the way you came. Their pool points off toward the right, and then the words Ravenloft slash Valaki uh, point kind of ahead and to the left on the left split. The fork on the right, where it says Ser Pool, it slants down and disappears uh, into the trees. While the left fork, the left fork uh, kind of goes up, uh, uh, like the path you've been on, and then of course Barovia is back the way you came. So left to Ravenloft slash Velaki, right to Serpool, and back to Barovia is the way the, the sign reads. We're going to Velaki, right, guys? That's what I thought we were going. I thought the intention was to go to Velaki, and we should go there. I think we're in, intending to meet Madam Eva on the way. Are we? Yes. Otherwise, this entire operation is a sham. Is it? It is. Arnaldo remembers Madame Eva as this strange woman who came to him in his dreams and gave him promises. That the, the reason that he was looking for Barovia. Ooh. I remember Madame Eva, but I don't, I don't remember if Balaki is where we're supposed to go or not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point at Irina and say that she said she could lead us to Madame Eva on the road to Balaki. And it's the only reason uh, we agreed to take her is that she was accomplishing good enough for me. one of our goals. So, Irina, which way to Madame Eva? I've never met Madame Eva, but I have heard she's at the Ser Pool down there, and she points down the road. Okay, then. Ser Pool it is. And after you are done with Madame Eva, you will take me to Velaki? Are you going to wait here? No, I will 
come with you. Oh, okay. Well, let's get it on then. Wash is going to start walking towards their pool. So um, as you do, you're walking past this gallows. It's a, a, a rotting platform about five feet high that uh, has wooden stairs leading up to it. Across from the gallows on the other side of this crossroads, there's a bunch of graves that you see kind of blank gravestones that look pretty old and, and covered in mildew and, and moss. Um, but uh, as you are about to the middle of the crossroads, uh, you hear the sound of snapping twigs and kind of sense some dark shapes coming down from the left road, the fork that says Ravenloft Falaki. Wash is going to use patient defense. What do you do? Uh, I am going to uh, try to interpose myself between Irina and the noise. Okay. If I can also defend Ned, I will. All right, you're, you're out in front. You see them first, but uh, a group of people come down the road and turn around the corner and they see you about the same time you see them as they come out of the trees and they have torches, pitchforks, one has a small like wheelbarrow that's full of stuff and they're they're all carrying bags there's five adults three children and they just there's a moment where they just stop freeze and stare at you unsure of what to do and and alt friends what is your business they they kind of look at each other and one steps forward and says uh, uh, our, our business is our own, but we are on the road to Barovia, the village. And yours? You travel these roads undefended? He, he kind of points his pitchfork down and he says, we, we are not wholly undefended. Um, wash it. The woman kind of puts puts the child behind behind you know one of the children behind her, and they look uh, like they're kind of getting closer to each other, uh, un, unsure but scared. Wash is going to intentionally try to seem non-threatening, and say you you have nothing to fear from us. We are uh, we're seeking the uh, Vistani encampment. Do you know of its location? Uh, not the man who first stepped up, but the woman behind him, she kind of points at the sign and says, I, I've always heard that there's one at the Serpul, or there's one on the other side of Velaki. Those are the only two I know of. I'm going to say, uh, Thank you. Do you. Irina steps up and she says, uh, 
where, where are you coming from? And the, the man says, we, we come from the Lockie. Our, our family, we were looking for a safer place to live. We, we heard that the village of Barovia, uh, Father Lucian said the burgomaster there is a good man. And so we, we decided to try to move to Barovia. This is the way, right? The sign says so, but we've never come this far. Irina says, the burgomaster is a good man. He, he will help you when you get there. It is not a cheery village, but ask for his mark. He will help you. you. You may also be misled. We are in the process of uh, fleeing to Vilaki because Barovia is so unsafe. They kind of look at each other and uh, look concerned and says the, the village is, what do you mean by unsafe? What what threats do you face in Vilaki? Uh, roll a persuasion check. See if he'll convince you, or if you convince them to. I will not. Uh, I'll give you advantage. I'll give you advantage because Irina stepped up and is, they, they can tell from her accent, she's a local. Nine. Okay. Uh, the first man says, um, we, we found it difficult to live there. It is well defended, but not all of the, and he looks at the woman and she just shakes her head no. He says, uh, we were not welcome. We decided to leave. Father Lucian said we would find a better reception in Barovia and Irina says, you will be welcome in Barovia. You may also be dead in Barovia. Was it zombies, giant rats, vampires, killer mists? Were those the things that made you unwelcome in Palaki? Or was it social unrest? The, one of the men from behind says it was the burgomaster. He is not easy to live with. We got tired of him and his festivals. You, you may be more tired of zombies and vampires than of uh, lame government. But yeah. my friends, we will take our chances. Your lives are your own. That is something everyone in Barovia learns quickly. Well, in Barovia, in the city of Barovia, your lives are not your own. You you will be attacked, uh, bitten, and sucked by a vampire. Uh, you will live in fear of your neighbors and your religion. Uh, 
you will have to walk cautiously through your city and you can never leave. Irina tries to interrupt you and says, it, it, it needs good people like you who can help the Burgomaster rebuild. It just needs, just needs more rebuilding. The but they needs the, the, is fresh blood. The villagers scurry down the road towards towards Barovia. Best of luck. You, uh, you you see them disappear down the down the road. Uh, so you headed down towards the stair pool. Yes. Okay. Um, you head down the path. Like I said, the path up uh, up to Velaki continues a climbing up the side of the, the hill where the path down to the right uh, drops. As you're leaving this area, though, you hear a creaky noise behind you and uh, coming from the gallows. Oh, Nick's laptop is in a scheduled update. Um, once again, Wash is going to interpose himself between Irina and the creaky noise. So you turn. Oh, here, let me send this first. Uh, I'm going to just technique the link. And I am going to cast Divine Sense as an action. All right, sorry, just a second. No. What's that? What'd you say, Brock? Can we take a quick break while we wait for him to get back? Uh, do you need a break? Yeah, I need to run to the restroom and I've got to feed, start feeding Judiah, so. Okay, uh, one minute. So, wash, cast, divine sense. You don't pick up anything with your abilities. However, um, you all see where there was nothing before, now hangs a lifeless gray body. The breeze turns the hanged figure slowly, and its dead eyes, just as it turns, just kind of fix themselves on you. Oh, man. Fuck this, man. This ain't no good, man. Does it look human or vampire? Looks human, looks like a peasant commoner to you. To Willie, as the face turns, Willie clearly sees this is Willie. Oh my as God, man. Oh my it God. is his face. I'm going to hell, man. I'm going to hell, man. And that's where we'll take a break. Um, so where we left off the gallows, you guys see a body where there was nothing before. Willie, however, just seems to freak out at this and, uh, is not, does not like it even one bit is like falling apart. Does, does Ned feel like she sees herself or anything? Nope. No, Ned sees a unfamiliar Barovian. Do, do, do we see that Willie is having a mental breakdown? Yes. Uh, I'm going to say to Willie, 
What's the matter? What you... Man, that's me over there, man. That's me in the green room. Do I see Willie anywhere? I'm no. Wash Wash is gonna s- stab Willie with his dagger. Fuck. The 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 real Willie or the No the real one. Like I'm I'm over like what's the matter with you? Willie's saying that's me, that's me. I'm just gonna try to do like like one one hit point of piercing damage with a little just a little poke to the ribs. So so you're not trying to stab him, you're trying to poke him? Right. Okay. Um wash roll an attack at advantage since he's like uh, I think uh, almost fetal and Willie roll a wisdom saving throw as you're attacked eight I can't I can't see what that is yet no no still it will never focus you won't be able to see it it's a natural 20 so double damage um yeah, yeah, you're able to. You, you. This isn't the first time you've used this dagger. You're able to just poke it enough. What, what are you rolling for, Ned? I was just thinking my camera would focus on the twenty. My my, my oh, camera okay. will never focus on something close. Um, you you stab him, and he seems to just. Like it's so easy to read. Um, you you stab him, and yeah, you, you are pretty sure you only do one hit point, but Willie even loses it further and is just babbling in, in a pile now oh, the on guy, the ground. We go fire and brimstone, man! Fire and brimstone, man! I'll stab him again. Well, I, I roll an insight check to try to figure out what Wash is trying to do by stabbing him. I mean, it's it's the the D and D equivalent of slapping a woman in the face when she's hysterical. Sure, it's not just slapping someone in the face. I mean, I I feel like that's uncouth. So I just stab people a little bit. Uh, Irina grabs your arm and tries to stop you from stabbing him. What are you doing? Why are you hurting him? Sometimes pain is the way to truth. She she kind of pushes you back and and kneels down next to Willie. This and child says, pushes me back. She's like a seventeen year old child. Wait, I thought she was eighteen. Is she seventeen? She, she Roll. Wash. What was the side eyes? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. Maybe precisely what age I gave her before. What age did did Ned remember? Ned saw an attractive young woman. Wash says, "I I need my sending stone back." And then um, I'm going I'm to give the other sending stone to Child Protective Services. <laughs> uh, Irina's trying to trying to comfort you, uh, Willie. Okay. How's she trying to comfort me? It's disgusting. What's that? You just you just found out she's seventeen. 
She's trying. She she takes her rapier out and just starts stabbing. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. No, she's like. I, I would like to be high fiving her with one hand while stabbing him with the other hand. No, she's like, what is wrong? What, what is wrong? That's me in the grave, man. That's me in the corner. No, it's. Arnaldo's like in defensive position, fully ready to take on this dead body. He's, he assumes it's a vampire. Shit, man, I ain't supposed to be here, man. Like, I don't even know, man. I don't even know how I got here, man. I'm going to go over to Willie. And I'm going to lean in close. And I'm going to say, Willie, where are you from? Man, I'm from Ann Arbor, man. Not familiar with Ann Arbor. How did you come to be here? I don't know, man. I just did some acid, man. Now here I am. You were you were poisoned with acid? No, man, like like, you know, like, like Hendrix does, man? No. Yeah, man. I'm only familiar like with Bunny's catalog. All right. What? Irina says, looking at the, the body, which now has just kind of kept swinging on its rope, so its head is slowly now going the other direction. I think we should leave this place. Man, I didn't want to come here in the first place, man. Wash is going to say to Willie, I, I believe you're in a situation that you don't understand or don't don't accept I will do my best to protect you Stay with us. Man, you and the devil lady, man. Like all this started when I met you. If you don't like it, then go home. Man, I don't know how to get home from here, man. Willie. You don't know how to go home, then the only way is forward. Come with me. I will do my best not to lead you astray. 
All right, then I'll try. As you, as he helps you up, Willie, you, you definitely feel just a some kind of hurt in your side where it seems you were stabbed with a dagger. Yeah. I'm gonna point at Irina and say, I, I think she stabbed you with a rapier. Man, bitch is crazy. <laughs> and man. The only B word you should ever call them is beautiful. Bitches love being told they're beautiful. <laughs> this is true. Come, girl. We, we, we must find Madam Eva. And Wash, right. Wash is going to start walking towards uh, Sir Pool. Okay. Uh, everybody follows, right? Mm -hmm. So the road here gradually disappears uh, in, uh, and it becomes less of a road as you, you know, you've been climbing through the woods for a while now. It, it pretty quickly goes downhill and is replaced by a twisty, muddy, more of a path that cuts through the trees. Um, there's deep ruts from wagon wheels that you see. So you're, you're pretty sure there's coming and going to wagons down this way. But um, the canopy of mist and branches suddenly gives way and there's black clouds that are uh, just kind of roiling, boiling, moving uh, high above. But uh, you see a clearing and the river widens to form uh, a small lake, really, it's much bigger than a pond. It's just kind of like a spot in the river where the water's collected. And uh, it, it's several hundred feet across. But um, Ned, both you and Willie are able to hear first some happy, festive music coming from the trees down towards this direction. This is about a half hour after you left the uh, gallows that you hear this music coming from further down the path. And uh, you guys keep heading that direction, sounds like. Oh, and play along with the music. Okay. Um, as you can, so you're just kind of strumming as you, as you head that way. Yeah. As you get here, yeah, set up uh, not far from this pool are five colorful round tents. Um, there's uh, several of these barrel topped wagons. Uh, there's a much larger tent near the shore of the lake. It looks like it's sagging, it's so big in some places, uh, but you see light kind of lanterns coming from inside, even though it's still kind of late, late morning, um, there's lanterns on the inside. Near this tent over by the river, you see several unbridled horses just kind of drinking. Um, and there are quite a few people kind of moving around this camp that you get to. How far away? Um, or at the camp? 
you're you're approaching down the path from uh yeah maybe a hundred feet yet um as you do that uh you see there about uh I'll do a perception check you, you can all do a perception check if you want that's what Seven. 15. All right. Yeah, Willie, you're a bit on edge from uh, your past experiences. You're just kind of, you're watching more closely than the others. Um, but you see a dozen of these Vistani that are standing, sitting around the fire, kind of moving about the camp, seem to be enjoying themselves. You're, you're really, you, you can hear the music as you come in. Someone has a kind of squeeze box thing and others have... Um, uh, you know, some percussion that they're playing. And as Wash just screams this out, everybody looks up, looks your way, and several people kind of raise their hands and, are, and welcome and uh, kind of repeat it with you, Madam Eva! And uh, you see a couple people get up and beckon you and say, Hey, Giorgio! Welcome! Welcome here! It's about time! Hey, good to see y'all again. And uh, that is where we'll end for the night. Okay.